0: What's good people welcome back to the gila gossip podcast today we have episode number six ready and waiting for you i brought through two pioneers of the origin meta right now of course bdz members but i mean we're everywhere what do you know but uh today we're going to talk about how the zoo composition was actually engineered and came about Uh, we're going to talk a bit more about the changes around those cards as well if you're excited to get into the episode make sure you go ahead and leave a like on the tweet and retweet that motherfucker as well it's hot i have a fever i am the gila and let's get into episode number six okay and welcome back to another episode of gila gossip we're here episode six thank you guys for the support so far Today we have a great episode for you. Some pioneers, some zookeepers. I don't know what else to call them, but we got two very astute players here from the bottom dwellers community as well, um, of course. Um, let me introduce them. First up, we have the one and only MK. MK, how you doing? Yo, yo, bro. What's good? good? Yeah. Okay. What's good? It's nice to have you here, bro. I'm excited to get into some conversations on it. And with MK today, we actually have none other than Mech. If you've heard the what name, up, there's 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 a there's actually a clone going around. <laughs> not a clone, it is no <laughs> mech, but um, he would be killing <laughs> yo. You're killing first time players, bro. You're killing their dreams. It's um, I'm being <laughs> a bully right now. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. So welcome to the podcast, fam. Yo, I'm excited for you guys to be here. You know, we've uh, interacted for quite a while in the BDZ community. Um But but yeah, I kind of wanna leave the floor to you guys a bit. So tell us about yourselves a bit, MK, if we start with you, uh, kind of just tell us how you got into Axie or how you found your way into the BDZ community.
1: Oh, with Axie, I I don't really remember when, but it was, I think, season 18, right before they nerfed all of the cute bunnies, if you've been in the game, in V2. Yes. So at the stage when I got in, the cute bunnies and the antenna were really popular. And that's how I- and Yeah. That was, I remember yes, Buntenna. The yeah.
0: There was a lot of that. Well, that's so quite a while ago than season 18. Well, season 18 was um, just before I entered the scene. I entered uh, season 19, so um, a pretty similar-ish times. So you probably would have been earlier, like October, September times, 2021.
1: I think so, yeah. About oh. that time, yeah.
0: Okay, and and from there, was it just like pretty much as soon as you started playing the game, you were, you were you were you were a fan, and you you stuck around since then, or you've had periods where you've left and come back, or or how do things go?
1: Uh, I pretty much enjoyed the game since the beginning, yeah. Because I really like all the card games, and it was, a really, like something that I liked to play, and especially. It was one of the new thing, you know, it's on, it's on the blockchain and you can earn some money from it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That financial uh, yeah, technology is really enticing. Yeah,
2: I think yeah, that's really what one made me stick to it too.
0: Yeah. No, facts, facts. But so uh, played, played V2 for the the majority of its time. Did you, did you, are you still playing V2 today or?
1: Not really. I mean, nah. since, yeah, since the V3 starts i don't really play v2 anymore since uh, you know since your eyes already like got used to all of the 3d and you look back into v2 (laughs) it
0: just looks it doesn't look great
1: it's like uh, it
0: doesn't look great uh, i can tell that for sure you go and play origin for a couple hours and you go back to v2 and you 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 ask for your money back pretty much so yeah there's definitely a difference (laughs) (laughs) but yeah Yeah. no that's cool man I'm, i'm i'm excited that uh you know you've been in the in in the community for for that period of time and um you know you've got the opinion where origin is kind of where things are going uh, and you you you're enjoying your time in origin uh, to the point where like v2 kind of is you know not I'm sure it's an option I mean,
1: it's really less <laughs> yeah, stressful I understand stressful. It.
0: but um yeah similar similar story for me um you know I, since I started playing origin there's just no way I can go back and play v2 so but shout out all those people that are grinding out there we are seeing what v2 ends today at some point like a few hours oh does it sure i haven't even looked and i haven't been on for a while Yeah,
1: like in in 10 hours i think it should
0: end. yeah it's it's very close to the end so um we should see again I, I suppose we expect to see an influx of players in in uh in origin and v3 so hopefully you know this this even this episode can help some of those guys out if transitioning over if this is the first time Um, you're hearing about origin or haven't played the game yet maybe there'll be some gems in here for you Um, but that's all cool man mk thank you for for sharing that with us i'm gonna pass the puck over to nomek nomek my bro
2: how you Man, i'm assuming we're we're pretty much gonna answer the same question so i'll just go ahead and kind of get started um i started actually i think right around the same time as uh, as mk probably a little bit earlier than that as like kind of as the market was kind of booming. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why I got into it is because um, I was getting a lot of crypto the related stuff recommended yeah. to me for in my, my For You page on YouTube and stuff. And so I kind of went down that rabbit hole yeah. of the crypto and found out that people were playing a game. And I was giving them that money. Yeah. It's like, there's no fucking way. So I kind of did some research and stuff and then met up with Axie and uh, decided to try it out. And I mean, kind of the rest is history, man. Yeah. I fell in love yeah. with it.
0: But you played um like strategic games, card card games beforehand, and it was just kind of like oh a, yeah. A, a yeah, yeah yeah. So marriage. I've
2: always yeah I've always been into gaming. I, I've mostly done like MMOs and stuff like that, but I've always yeah. been big into card games and strategy games. I played a lot of Hearthstone and some Magic, Yu Gi Oh back in the day. Oh, a little bit of Pokemon TCG and stuff. So yeah, card 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 games have been in my.
0: Well, it shows. It definitely shows two of the most uh, some of the most experienced players in the BDZ community. Both of you, from my perspectives, anyway. Um, so <clears throat> something I want to touch on, you know, now that we kind of know, you know, you both you both have been in the the, the community for quite a while, and, and you know, fans of the game. Um, what did you? Th- what was your first thoughts when you started playing Origin? 'Cause I know Origin was very different when we first began, but um when you first got into Origin, like what how were you feeling about the game?
2: Be honest, it was it was it was surprising and in, in a lot of good ways. Um it was very refreshing. Um all the for example, like the, the way I I see V two is that you only have those certain axes that work because of the speed and all these factors that make those work in V two. Mm-hmm and transitioning into origin like everything was free game man you can make any axie yeah somewhat viable th- depending on the team that you decided to go with and it was that was really really something big for me that i really enjoyed
0: yeah that that's kind of what opened it up for me i was literally like you know a kid in a candy store it was there was so many options it was like well where do we where do we start of course being a fucking reptile, I started with Poison and, and haven't <laughs> moved away from it. So, um, but that's my first real question to you guys is when do you got into Origin? Like, where did you start? So you were in that candy store. You had all these options to you. The game wasn't very linear. It was pl- pretty much fr- like you were saying, free game. Like, where did you start? Um,
2: he, MK, go Like ahead. for me? Yeah, MK, go like, ahead. Take know, this one here.
1: Like since I knew that the v is coming... I decided that I should not invest in V2. It's because in V2 if you want to go high on the leaderboard you really have to buy expensive access.
0: Yeah. The matter is so it's, it's a lot is very restrictive, yeah. right?
1: You're right. So and that's when I decided that I'll just wait for, for V3. I'll just wait for Origin.
0: Yeah. So when, right you, now, when you when you got into Origin did, MK like yeah. what team did you start, like, your first, when you understood what the game was, you understood, started to understand the mechanics, and then you said, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a team, like, I've got an idea, I want to do this. What, what, was, what was that team?
1: Uh, my first team was the Topaz guy.
0: Topaz. Um, a lot yeah, of people was, started with the Topaz, the banish mechanic was, like, yeah, very enticing.
1: With the, with the water can and with the timber.
0: Oh, yeah, so you and, doubled up? Oh, so you did the yeah. G-Hole. Yeah, you did the G-Hole <laughs> showcase, yo. <laughs> and
1: I that's just that's waited, cool. you know, for one, for like after like 10 rounds and I got like like 20 yeah. plus or something of the banished cards and I can just kill like their backline in just one go. Yeah. So yeah. that was my first bill, yeah.
0: I think a lot of people went for the banished approach because even myself, I'm guilty of it. Um, I don't know, like it just seems like the most simplistic in a sense like all i have to do is get cards in the spanish pile and i can absolutely roll my opponent over so it was quite a a, an easy easier setup because at the start of the, the start of origin things weren't anything like they are right now um no oh yeah it was there wasn't much you know variety and i feel like it was pretty much trying to distribute as much damage as possible including some energy gain in there so that you could do more damage on a turn by turn basis um so like that banish like the root of using banish and topaz was just like you know top trump so it was it yeah i actually was guilty of taking that same approach
2: yeah um i actually went the other route so i i and i think that approach was pretty common because of the the this little tournament that they hosted right before the actually came out yeah the jiho made that comp seem very, very, very good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think also, uh, aquas were really popular back then. Yes, I actually myself, my first team that I started with, and that's kind of funny because I, I would go around and this is how I met Dave. I would go around all the origin streamers like every if you were streaming origin, I was in your chat and I was yeah. trying to fight you. Yeah. And <laughs> my and my team was <laughs> Uh, so I had Ina, uh, the, the healer up front. Oh, I can already tell where this is fucking going. And (laughs) then I had, I had two cucumber guys. Uh, one of them was a a dusk with gloomy dies. Yeah. And that, so I had two charms. I had double, double, um, cucumber slice and double clover. So I would just stack leaves and healing buffs on myself. Yeah, to where just the passive healing was just so fuck. You couldn't even kill Ina at that time with the the teams that were out. Yeah, and like and was, I just didn't it, attack the whole game.
0: Wasn't um, I swear that Ina Ina had to be had to be nerfed. It was it wasn't like Magic Sack. Yeah. It was like a one cost or something.
2: Yeah, it was. Dude. It was, oh it was so God, good. That man. is so
0: broken. <laughs> and,
2: then, and, and then we also had the discount
1: didn't Copy any card.
2: If yeah, could oh, yeah, Copy
1: so, attack
0: cards
2: as well, couldn't yeah, you? Yep. Yeah, well, yeah. So you, you can, can
1: copy any card. <laughs> yeah. So,
2: I, in some matchups, the ones that were like kind of difficult or whatever, I would either like if it was a high burst team, then I would do control, and I would just duplicate my chomp on the bad guy, so I would have fucking three chomps on at the end of the game. Wow. So it was just you were just chomped for sure, and and if it was just sustain versus sustain, I would copy cucumbers, and then I would have freaking plus 50 healing on all my healing and it was it was doing
0: 30 40 hp yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it was crazy yeah no i would have left the game playing you so fast bro (laughs) just forget about it (laughs) i I swear um so early days of like origin i remember stumbling across like um ryan mt8's uh stream and he played someone that had a healing comp with Eno and they were duplicating the tangerines um, and so that was that wasn't you, was it, Nomic?
1: Uh,
2: it might have been.
0: It actually might have been. You know, like this is before I even like I had no awareness of 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 any BDZ's existence. So I mean, it, it pretty much could have been you because he was complaining saying this is the bo- most broken composition I've ever played.
2: <laughs> so. uh, Ryan uh, definitely hated me before he knew me. um Then <laughs> so did a lot of people. Bro. Yeah. Uh, like the, my my way I would go into these chats I would be like, dude, do you want to find me? You're going to fucking hate me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just to but make it bro. This is not going to be fun for you, but let's do this. Um, but yeah, so that I killed Ryan a lot with and then I also did the the double bug so I was I guess lucky enough to guess or yeah, I lucked out on, the, on a bug I bought uh, before Origin even came out yeah. that was like a floor bug. It was like maybe like thirty bucks or something like that, like at the time. And yeah. it had buzz buzz, ear wing. It had oh. just like the perfect setup for yeah. the the, the bug. Yeah, yeah, or, or not the weak but I don't know if you were familiar with the one shot. Oh, the one.
0: yeah, the sturdy fight uh, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, so I, I just had the perfect. Prefer- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so a- you're one of those guys did, as well. I, I, did, I did that. Yeah, I did that.
0: At this point, all we've concluded that at the beginning of uh, Origin, you were an absolute fucker to play, basically. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, I was an asshole. <laughs> But no, it's good because you know, like these things had to happen. You were really pushing the limits and the boundaries of the game, um, which kind of has got us closer to where we are um, today. Yeah. So that I mean, you know, that those types of things is necessary, and it shows like the true genius really behind the thought process of, of team building. So um, it's pretty dope, even though it is a bit of an asshole move. But yeah, we'll move on from that. We'll move forwards. You know what? The funny thing is uh, that kind of segues us over to the next point as well, because where we are currently in the meta. Now, I'll be personally honest, I genuinely, um, I'm at a point with the meta right now where I'm not a huge fan of it, I'll be straight up, I'm, I'm not ai I, you know, I don't massively enjoy um, the meta as it is currently, but then again, it's because yes, we have a load of bugs that still aren't fixed, but um, it's very hard to, to take to it. Um, but the meta right now largely is the way that it is because of the both of you, so um, I'm kind of going to let you like take the floor on it here because I don't I don't, want, I don't know the ins and outs. But, I mean, M- MK and Nomek basically conjured the beautiful zoos that we see all over the map right now. Um, so, yeah, just kind of share with us uh, the thoughts and how that kind of came about.
2: Well, I myself have been really big on birds from the start. Yeah, um, Actually, I'll tell you what will be better.
0: Sorry for a viewer's, uh, for a listener's perspective. Uh, first and foremost, can you explain... Uh, to those guys, what a zoo comp actually is, and and kind of the intentions of the composition when you built it, and then then we can get into the story.
2: I think really what uh, makes a zoo team is running. Um, could be either double Mavis uh cards with a Robin or a double Robin with a Mavis. Well, now it's kind of changed because they changed Robin a little bit, but um, the turn you just want to have the two triple little birds running around helping you reducing your cards and giving you extra damage so you're just constantly emptying your your hand into the opponent yeah now but that was kind of like how it was born though like so it's like very when beasts were really strong and uh, i i didn't have a beast and i didn't want to go and buy a beast i did have some birds yeah and i, I was messing around a lot and then sack or uh, the i'm sorry uh super slain, uh, yeah. actually took a big part of it because when we first started the discord, uh, I would go in there and me and him would try things out like day and night, bro. Just, yeah. just different things, different things going. I remember going those
0: going days. Yo, Super Slay and come back to us, bro. I miss you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. He's, he's been going for a little bit, but uh, he's he's actually one of the, the, the main crafters, I think, in that in that discord that for sure, really helps helped a lot. And then in, in putting all these things together. But um, so through fighting him a lot and through messing with the bird mechanics through the different charms and runes and things like that, I discovered that multi hits were getting affected uh with Robin differently than the normal hits, yeah, uh, so you were getting kind of double benefit from Robin in a way,
0: yeah, so each hit was gaining the Robin buff of sixteen extra damage, additional damage R-
2: right, and so, like it was just. Like the from then it's it just kind of flew to where it is now. It's just like multi-hits plus robin equals good. Yeah.
0: (laughs) A simple (laughs) equation. Multi-hits plus a robin is fire, basically. Um but currently we're seeing uh bugs with Robin, right? I don't I don't I don't use Robins, I've never had a uh, a zoo composition. Um so I don't know what the bug actually is right now, but but you guys you guys know the, the details behind the bug behind Robin.
1: Yeah. So basically, right now, if you play a Robin and it dies, yeah, the effect will stay for the rest of the game. Oh, so it's, yeah. So it's, it's that bad. Really? Bad. <laughs> so, yeah. <Shit>.
0: So, <laughs> I didn't even know it was so, that bad. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a that's a pretty
1: yeah. So game-defining bug. You can innate your Robin yep. and play it in round one as your shield. Uh-huh. So basically. Yeah, it takes the hit, and through. then you
0: get the sixteen plus damage for the yeah, rest of the game. Yeah, the that's really strong
1: start. Damage for the whole game.
0: Oh yeah, I mean that's putting your best foot forward, isn't it? So <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, establishing that bug, um, it kind of does make it seem like yo, okay, Robins are a bit broken. We'll get into that discussion a bit later, but um, the the way that it kind of came about, were you and MK kind of um, screaming against each other to kind of find the best. Um, Set up for it, you know, all the best cards here. around it.
2: So MK came up to us and he was just like, "So I found something out with Robin." He told and he showed me a team that he was working with with a feather fan, kind of messing with the multi hits and all that stuff. And he she told me like, "I don't know when they changed this, but look, they changed it to where you can no longer stack Robins, but the buff never goes away, even if the birds is not alive." I'm like what? <laughs> So, so mk that that
0: yeah mk well you want to talk a, a bit more about the new fan club you've been able to start here i think it's catching traction everywhere we can actually see um you know captain captain carry using that beautiful fan feather fan card piece um what like yeah did you just you, know. you just you just stumbled across it or you you you, you saw it on a marketplace and thought wait this card does multi-hits as well. This is an, actually a, a huge damage dealer nah, here.
1: Nah, it's actually started a long way back because I was looking at the cards. And at that stage, like all the beast was really popular. Yeah. And I was just, and I was working with the rage and I was looking at the cards. And if you can see uh, the, two, the two energy cost cards, yeah, the feather fan is the most powerful. So right now, it's on. It's only three cards that can give you like four hits. It's the, the feather fan, the perch, and um, air breathing right. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, and out and out of those three, the feather fan is the highest uh, damage.
0: Yeah, feather fan as a base stat does. Is it thirty five?
1: Yeah, it gives you thirty five.
0: Okay, so we're talking 35 plus the Robin equals 51. Sorry, yeah, 51.
1: Yeah. And then you rage.
0: And then you rage, and that's plus two for every rage stack you have. So we're talking now yeah. like a, uh, you know. And also
1: you have some feathers. If you played the feather oh, fan, you get yeah. some feathers.
0: Yeah, so there's so, a whole lot of boosting that can be done around that.
1: Yeah, so basically the, the highest uh, damage that I was able to get is 115.
0: Per one hit. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've got to laugh here, bro. You're telling me you do 400 and what? Like 450 plus damage? Or four, like I do. 445? I On a
1: good
0: day, yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. So that's got to be our absolute like top of the bracket for, for damage output in the entire game right now. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So the deadliest weapon the old feather fan who would have thought as well. I originally looked at feather fan, like it was literally dirt on the bottom of my shoe. So I'm <laughs> yeah. so glad, like this is why, again, why I love this game so much now is because like that kid in the candy store, like I might love this type of sweet and I'll go for this one all day of the week and think those ones are horrible. And then you have people like yourselves who come into the game and they come into the same candy store and they pick out their favorite selection and, and you know, they were able to bring the beauty of it and, um, to, to the front sort of uh, you know and, and take over the meta essentially i feel as if now a lot of the zoo compositions are you know they're taking to the marketplace so that they can transition into having something like a feather fan on their team now so that's really cool you guys are definitely engineered definitely engineered the meta as it is right now um, there are obviously different ways to approach it still, and not everybody is going to go for the zoo composition, but in terms of dealing damage and being like an aggro-style player, like, it's it's definitely the most efficient way to do that.
2: And, I mean, the the good thing about this game, man, is that if there's still things that have not been found, man, and that are, like, interactions that are probably going to counter this or, yep. or even be better than this or, or, you know, like, be competitive with this in a way.
0: For sure, for and sure.
2: No, it's it's still it's still out there and dude that's that's what gets me really excited at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. I feel like a lot of like even even the zoo comp was the first real kind of counter meta to the healing composition, which was you know the, the and to get yeah. yeah, to geckos and healing. So
1: uh, I mean, I was so happy. It's because I was really frustrated when you go into mm. the games and you see all of the healing comps yep. and all of the games, um, you're like Oh, uh, what should we do? And then we, we come up with <laughs> the and we just smash them out. Yeah, that
0: was. Nah. See, the thing oh, about yeah. these healing comps and geckos is like they're still very effective, as long as you allow them to set up. So, with something like you know the zoo composition, it allows you to get so much damage output early in the game, and and you know with a bit of luck, I guess with feather fan, if you're taking feather fan as the approach, um, you know you have to you you have to take out that back line as quickly as as possible. Um, and you know that 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 supports why the development of this type of composition has kind of come to the forefront. If you are able to take it out, then I mean it's it's going to be a good game for you because the other two axes essentially are irrelevant at that point. So um, yeah, man, some fire stuff. I really do. I can't I can't stress enough how much I despise healing compositions, but there are players out there that do enjoy playing this style of of, of game. So. Um, yeah. you know, they each each for their own. Um but Lord have mercy if I still see double Sakura available in the next couple of months, I'm gonna lose it.
2: So I myself I like both of them, but I do like the 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 balance. So there has to be some some balance between.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think we're in the process of, of being able to see that now. Um, you know, we've kind of we pushed healing to its extreme, it forced a counter of of damage output and aggro. We're now seeing us push aggro to its extreme. I mean, 460 damage in one or two energy cost is 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 crazy. If you've got Mavis is there as well, that potentially could be 460 damage from a one cost. So, uh, you know, we're we're really pushing that aggro to its 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 uh, absolute limits. Um, Something else to come from here, um, you know, something to counter the aggro. um, I I don't know. I don't know where it could go, um, but really and truly <clears throat> this is this is kind of where it is will that be the case in in after a patch or you know what kind of adjustments are you potentially fearful of to to have to make you you know switch the approach
2: um, uh not really i think there's there's still some ideas that i'm that i'm wanting to explore and i think this getting nerfed and stuff like that would kind of open those up a little bit more yeah uh, and also in a way that like this, this team has kind of lasted a uh, pretty good time. It's just uh, adaptation in terms of how you play it and how you run your runes and charms.
0: Yeah, no, for real. I think we've established though that if you want to get a lot of damage out, then this is, you know, our, the most efficient way to do that. So um, the attacking our, our meta for now is probably going to stay within the boundaries of, 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 of this style of setup and, and having to support or facilitate um, summons like Mavis's and Robins' so um, a lot of people are upset though, um, I, you know I'll, I'll voice their opinions uh, here because people are, you know, it, it, it can be frustrating. Um, some people say it's broken um, and shouldn't work to that extreme. Um, the Robin obviously being bugged itself. Now it prevents the Robin from stacking, or they or they remove that from the game completely.
2: Yeah, it's not stackable any longer.
0: It's not. It's not stackable anymore. That's that's a confirmation.
2: That is a confirmation. Okay. Have three, maybe three Robins up, and you will only get one.
0: Okay. Okay. So now the yeah. So they've they've removed the ability to go from like a a plus sixteen damage to then having two Robins to be in plus thirty two damage. Um. That that seems that seems fair.
2: Yeah. So I'm not sure if this is an actual bug or if they actually intended it to just be one, not stackable for the rest of the game, or if it was just non-stackable for the rest of the game and it goes away as soon as it dies.
0: Yeah. No. It's, to be fair, you know what? Now I'm thinking about it. You know, the bug. The bug is 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 the problem, right? The bug shouldn't exist. Once the robin's gone, the robin buff and the 16 additional damage should go with it. Correct. Like that. I feel like that should be exactly how that interaction works. Um, yeah. the ability to stack Robins on top of each other it comes with like the responsibility of having to keep both of those Robins alive uh, we know that as well unless they were summoned on the same turn they're going to be losing health at different rates uh, so you might have you know, one turn where you have two of them But then the next turn, one of them is going to be gone anyway. So you you are going to go back to 16. Um, And I think that's a manageable approach because like as an opponent or opposing that, you know, right, I'm going to have a round where like I'm seriously going to take a lot more damage because they've got that plus 32 factor Um, and being able to engineer in the game countering that and like preparing yourself for that type of interaction. And then once that mate, that, uh, sorry, the Robin is gone, it goes back to that sixteen. Um it's almost like bursting, right so if you've got like a team where there's a load of innocent lamb and cottontails on retain, you know at one point that if the beast goes into fury mode in the back line or something they're arguably gonna have those energy accesses to burst so it's kind of like a burst it's a it's just in a different way um so I don't really know on that one i'd I'd, I'd revise it a little bit maybe their ability to stack is is um you know something that should still occur but it just then is more responsibility from the player that's using two Robins uh, to to be able to defend them.
2: Well, I've been trying out a, a comp, uh, just, just three birds. And I'll be honest here, The like a lot of times the energy commitment when you only have three energy into summoning those birds for one energy, it's not worth it, bro, because... Yeah a lot of a lot of people are ready for these birds to be summoned and they have the aoe or they yeah. have the taunt or they have the you know they have all these things that can deal with the birds so when say uh when you summon a robin you summon two robins if, if we go to the stackable robins and you don't get value off of those that is such a big yeah.
0: setback you lose so much traction yeah
2: you look so like so i don't think it's a, it's it's bad how it is now or it, it was bad how it was before um, just because the punishment from not getting that value off of them is so big.
0: Yeah. So that, that there is like, there's hard yeah. counters, and, right? It's fair.
1: And it's also very easy to counter them
0: yeah. with the bubbles. Bubbles, you know? bubbles you is a very they, easy counter. You put
1: all the bubbles and they're gone. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a big risk actually to play Robins and Mavis. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has to. You know, you have to. You have to engineer your ideal circumstance, um, and it's it's, yeah, no. it's very hard. It's very hard to, you know, to maintain that that situation as well. So there is yeah. there's there's definitely argument for zookeepers. You know, it's hard to keep a zoo alive out here. So it is. Bro. Um, there is that hard count. <laughs> but this brings me to talk so about maybe a bit more. At the
1: point, um, where we try to run with the mini legions. So yeah. you run the zoo comes with the mini legions.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's and
1: one of the other options.
0: Yeah, so mini legions adds that really extra is it ten? Ten HP?
1: Yeah, I think ten.
0: Alright. And you can it's not yeah, a solo, so you, you can you can if you, you wanted, you could have three mini legions and have thirty HP onto these summons.
2: And all these trade-offs that you're doing for like in order to summon to stay alive with those birds, you have to trade off a some lot. very important things. So yeah. like that's that's something to always keep in the back of your mind like Oh yeah, they're oh they have fifty health bird. How am I supposed to kill it? Okay, but my my backline's not raging every turn. My guy doesn't have fifty HP more. Yeah. My you know all these things. They don't are, have
0: Ravens tactic, you know, to reduce damage when they're at lower lower um, right. HPs. Everything like that. Yeah.
2: So yeah, I think you know not have exchange. I
0: think the balance is finding those trade offs, right? And they already exist. They they do um, in support of the zoo compositions. They they generally do exist. You know, we even we even have the concept of like when bugs come to being fixed, like taunt potentially isn't going to interact the way that it does. So AOE then becomes even more of a counter, even probably more more um, viable than than going for the bubble option. Um, so I definitely think you know that you guys are right. There is a huge risk to playing the the summon comps, um, but there's also a great reward when when they're done correctly, which I think yeah. is is basically how cards and strategies should you know interact like we should have this great reward that is the goal and we aim to to engineer this out of the game but there is also a great risk factor to that so you know that balance is kind of forging itself out there's obviously a few tweaks to be made but that I feel like that's pretty much in all aspects of the game right now and we are getting closer and that's the positive point for me
2: Also the, the suit counts weren't really a thing before because of um how the energy and everything played out. Yeah. But starting from the the setup rounds that we had the, the patch before and now starting with one energy, it kind of facilitates the setup a lot more and that's why they're a lot more viable as well. Yeah. Yeah. So back back before uh when you could get a Axie one shot first turn and whoever went first kinda Got that? Yeah. Birds were really not good because there was no way of boosting health and stuff. So it was just like three easy, just targets to just sweep through.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I think that's that's kind of been the focus anyway they wanted to. And I I mentioned this maybe a couple episodes back where, you know, right now what's being figured is really the game mechanically, and then all these little individual bugs that are associated with cards and effects and stuff like that will get you know weeded out as we continue to go forward but the mechanics and like the the actual infrastructure of how the game looks and how the game plays out was uh you know top priority for yeah. Sky Mavis to get right first so I mean I agree with that as well so
2: yeah me too I think that's a that's a good point for them to focus
0: we're both fans yeah. of the the scaling um, options with the how we start the game now with the one energy you know and then minute, a smaller amount of cards and eventually building up into three energy in a five card draw
1: it's really a good way to uh, uh, to make the balance for two teams. Yeah. If you start first or you start a second, it you don't really have the the huge advantage, advantage as, yeah. as before. So it's a good thing.
0: Yeah, I definitely feel that. Now I don't really know. It's like I don't even when I'm playing a game, I don't even think about oh did I go first? Or did I go second? Like to me, it's not really even a factor now anymore. But which is which is I guess an achievable, um, you know, step. We've got to the point where we are. We've balanced That's the first
2: turn thing. Not losing an Axie round one feels good. Man. That, yeah. That that like it makes you be able to kind of play the game. You're not know, supposed to just fucking jump to the game. You know, okay, I'm already out. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's definitely a step forward.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right then. Well, yo, this brings me to talk a little bit about Mavis more so than Robin right now. This is a talking point for a lot of people. Um, I'll tell you my side where I'm at with it and kind of how I feel and then you guys can you can uh, give me give me your insights but currently Mavis is a is is a, a great card obviously in the zoo composition as well even without a zoo composition and a Mavis single like being singularly used in a composition is a great bonus as well um, just to, to tell you guys the effects a Mavis is a one energy cost card uh, you summon it and basically from there the following turn the Mavis will start to reduce one card's Energy cost by one. Um, So if it's a two-cost card, then it could potentially be reduced to a one cost. And if it's a one cost card, it will be reduced to a zero cost card. Um, The effect takes place immediately. Uh, So as when I say immediately, and this is where like confusion comes into it sometimes, it's turn, let's say for example, it's turn one. I use Mavis, I summon a Mavis. My next turn, which will be turn three, I will have one card reduced by one energy no matter what happens if in turn two the opponent used an aoe or something like a tiny turtle and got rid of the mavis i would still on on turn three get the energy reduced on one of the cards now this is a big like point for discussion Uh, i think a lot of people vary on where they stand I personally think the way that summons have interacted in a way that a lot of the summons other than um, Mavis. Mavis is kind of singular out on its own. Um, they all have to be alive for their effects to take place. Um, you know, we remove hollow and the, this, the tree stump from this um, equation because really it doesn't have an effect other than the fact that it taunts. And as long as it's alive, obviously it's taunt will stay. Um, but every summon that we bring to the table, has to be alive for its effect to take place other than Mavis. Um, I personally think that the trade-off for summons should be the fact that if I choose to opt for a summon, it's my responsibility as the player to protect the summon to get the benefit of the effect. So what I'm proposing is the fact that I don't think Mavis should automatically guarantee the energy reduction on the following turn, but it should actually have to be the case of that Mavis has to still be alive for that turn for it to pass its effect on and reduce the energy cost of a card um and now you guys might be completely opposed and i'm I'm open to hearing it but that's that's where i'm at with it right now that's what i believe it should be um but yeah if you guys want to give your thoughts on that
2: uh yeah I definitely um i i don't think uh so unless they buff the health by a significant amount to where it's not like you can't just blow on the bird and can kill it yeah um it's not worth for you to spend that energy uh, mm-hmm. almost ever in order to get that zero cost next turn um yeah. it's just like you would just get more value off of like running a Konto or anything like that on, or uh, nemo on your team mm-hmm. so i do think it does need some work in term that like it should maybe have a cap in terms of um more more so than just the health because you can heal it so it maybe uh one maybes can only reduce three cards or four cards or something like that so it has a cap yeah um but i think the way it works is fine um other than than it just being endless if if healed
0: yeah i I'm, i understand i i guess like... The first thing that you mentioned is really the killer point. Like, it just doesn't become worth it ever if you don't get the value out of it. Um, I get that. I really understand that. There's a lot of cards in the game right now that are, like, pretty much just not valuable because it's just not worth giving an energy away for them. There's, you know, like, if we talk about meta, I always say this meta is about the most optimal way to do things. Uh, Mavis then becomes, in your opinion, like, not optimal to cost the energy if, if you don't have a short way of keeping it alive for its effect to, to take place.
2: Yeah. You would, you would need to at least be able to keep it one round for sure. Guaranteed even through a grandma's fan or through a one AOE card. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Or, um, yeah.
0: So it becomes very That's hard on. counted. <laughs> you know, when, when when you push that argument forward, I mean, it does open <laughs> me up a bit more to say like, yeah, I, I get it. Like, will anyone even run Mavis at all? If that becomes the case,
2: and and again this kind of comes from me testing the birds again i've been i've been on it with birds from a for a while now and and i've tried to run you know the different the do, I double maybe it's double robin double whatever, whatever yeah, it is whatever yeah. combination of the, the bird cars that there, there possibly is in my mind i've ran it and and it feels bad i'm like I was gonna run a tournament with the triple bird comp, but <clears throat> but I was running the discount coupon on my birds, and that was the only way that I saw the the comp viable at the time because yeah. I, I, oh, there was wow. no other way of keeping them alive.
0: Discount uh, coupon, you know that shit's long gone.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's it's long gone. But so back in the back back in those days, yeah. that was my only way that I saw that I would. Like, but then you know, Super Slaying kind of messed around with the shady exchange and stuff, and and then. It's like, oh well, we could actually keep my birds out with that, and okay. And so then I started yeah. with the Shade exchange, and and so it just evolved over time. But not getting value of the birds um for more than one round, it's just just birds are useless, bro. Yeah, you know, I don't, want, I don't want no part of it. Like, no, for sure. Yeah,
1: it's it's really useless if you just uh, summon it for for one round. Um, like even the
2: robin, bro. Like let's say let's say I have a robin team and and they're stackable and and it goes away like you say as soon as the bird dies dude i have a turn and i i summon two robins and i play one card right yeah i only got 30 damage on that card which is not anything right but fucking i could have played another card and yeah. i got, and got the, same, the value, yeah, value yeah, yeah 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 so if they die next turn bro it's like i just i just passed my turn
0: uh-huh <laughs> yeah yeah you basically did nothing that's the previous turn yeah. That makes
2: sense. So I think I think that the the fact that it doesn't stack and that it stays is a good change. If that's how they meant to do it, if sixteen damage is too much, maybe that they could reduce that. Yeah, but I think I think that. it should stay. I think it. Yeah, I think it should stay because it. it other, other, otherwise, these cards are, are really not usable or not worth using.
0: Mm-hmm. Now I think you've raised some when, really good points, though. To be fair, like mechanically on how the cards work, um, you know, providing longevity of value is, is 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 should be a priority for these types of cards otherwise they will you know just phase out of the meta
2: yeah because I, I could i can show you for 80 damage as opposed to you know getting 16 damage yeah um, yeah card.
1: i guess like one of the reasons why it's really it's really powerful now because you have all of the charms and runes and you can actually yeah uh, you can innate yeah, your Robin. Yeah at the first rounds. But later on, if you actually you don't have any charms and runes, you may not be able to summon your robin at the first round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's
2: much yeah, more you get it's round freaking eight or nine. Maybe, yeah. You know? yeah.
0: It's it's very hard to kind of and this is like I feel like this is why you know we're still so far away from a, a you know a consistent solid um outlook on, on the on the game and and how things interact like making a card balance when it stands alone is completely different to making a card balanced when you take it and you add into the equation runes and charms as well yeah so Definitely. that's yeah. kind of where I feel like that's where we've we, we've been finding ourselves we have had the luxury of course of having access to all runes and charms for the majority of this time we've been playing um and and again this is why i emphasize why the where the reset's going to be huge cuz the game will just genuinely be completely different um but
1: yeah
0: understanding I, I, that I the reality know. of of having these runes and charms runes and charms accessible like potentially jeopardizes the balance of some of these cards in a normal outlook of a game so it, it yeah it's a very difficult task i do not envy the task of having to fully balance everything um but i'm glad like these types of conversations definitely expose and and push and push these things to being as balanced as possible quicker, so that's uh, it
2: I don't think it will ever be fully a hundred percent balanced, bro it's gonna yeah. be impossible no. but uh just just where they they need to make it to where there is like a rock paper scissors kind of system um at least, and yeah there is a balance in that way where you know you, you have multiple counters to different things, even if they are broken or not
0: yeah for um, sure this kind of helps tournament play as well I think you know the what's going to happen is that the competitive scene like and the way that we compete against each other in tournaments obviously one game doesn't define so even in the rock paper scissors setup of things like yes you know people might consider the zoo approach to be completely broken but that has a you know that's the rock and it has a paper somewhere that is able to to counteract it and then in tournaments you know when we have best of threes best of fives it then becomes down to the players you know knowledge experience and then the mind games for them to actually select you know the right option in those games um but also to have an element of where like yes there's still rock paper scissors to it but even the rock has an ability to beat the paper um and and, and again that will come with just players design with their compositions and, and being able to tweak it it's a it's a very hard thing i don't think we'll be able to you know, establish the formalities of this beats that hundred percent. This beats that hundred percent. This beats that hundred percent. Um, which is you know that's where that's where the beauty in the game kind of lies. Um, but I think a lot of people just want to see, you know, things not being considered completely broken. Like if you have rock paper scissors and then you've got like machine gun, like machine gun's gonna be all rock paper and right. scissors, right? So right. I think um, that's that's kind of. we just got to get rid of all
2: the machine guns i think at first and then and then how they're doing just first figure out the mechanics of how the the game kind of plays out and evolves during gameplay and and then then we could focus specifically on cards stuff like that yeah
0: it's early doors it's still very early doors
2: but just to touch on on uh competitive play real quick i'm so big in like the fact that like we do have such a fucking plethora of fucking options in terms of Runes, charms, and cards, and like different comps and things like yeah.
0: that. you can like, literally turn up with it, anything,
2: man. Dude, I think it's gonna it's gonna evolve into like having like bigger pools of axes with like bands of like you know yeah. like kind of like a what, League what, of Legends scenario. Like, the, imagine like a League of Legends scenario where like team a- red or whatever team blue, and you go ten axes or fifteen axes, and then they each get three bands. Yeah, and, and then you, and then they each pick one axe at a time and so like you, you're oh, kind of building oh, like dude, a draft imagine? system like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. my god dude. yes 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 yes
0: dude yes fucking hey no mech bro. bro i mean like we're like at this point the community you know is 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 as in touch with like being able to influence the development of the game than ever so like these types of ideas bro like that's fucking huge you know an eventuality of us seeing tournament phases where you know you have that draft system like that even adds excitement to you know not just the game itself like you want to be there to watch the draft like what what's, right. what's not like, gonna select what's he gonna ban oh if he bans like, this i know he's probably gonna set up for bro that's there that's huge i hope dude, they're taking that's notes so on big, this and that's like a, hu- like a huge layer
2: this. bro that they could just add into like, it yep. you know what i'm
0: saying like that's, yo shout out yourself for fucking bringing that to the table yeah. that's that's a smash right there. <laughs> so if so i new. ever heard one <laughs> dude.
2: yeah I'm just yeah so bullish on this game, man. This is huge
0: for real. but um, yeah, talking about tournament plays, though, this I think this is where we'll close off. We've had a great conversation, guys, so far. Yeah. but, um, yo, big Yak Axie club tournament um got p- postponed right, because of the patch that happened. and now we're coming up to it being this weekend, uh, starting on the twenty fourth, I believe. um and what we've heard through the grapevine before we actually were able to get onto this call. Cool Um, was that there's a poll going around currently um, whether Robin should be uh, playable or banned in this uh, next tournament because of, uh, you know, this this 16 damage effect being uh, consistent throughout the entire of the game. Um, So it's interesting to see that, like, you know, they're they're prepared to ban cards already and consider it like a complete write-off as broken. Um, But, you know, at that point, it's like there are... Even if it is a bug, there. I mean, there's there's other bugs in the game. Like, where do we draw that we? You can't really draw the line, right? There's there's a this if you ban Robin, like you got to ban what? You got to ban a lot of other things. How do you feel about uh, that? I know I, I know you guys are probably signed up. I'm signed up. I I don't have a Robin, so like it doesn't bother me at all. But um, how do you guys feel about about that? Uh,
2: I don't. Again, I don't think it it is a bug. I think it was a deliberate change that they made. Um, again, I don't know if if. Like I, I think it was intended to be this way, yeah. Um, because yeah. you know they, they, they took out the fact that you could uh, summon multiple, yeah. So like you know they, they made this on purpose. So I, I don't, I don't think it is a bug. Yeah, I think people again. need
0: to stop using it um, and using the yeah. word bug for it. I think this is just a mechanic change. You know, I, to be honest, like the Robin symbol stayed on your axes for the entirety of the game for the entire, you know, time that we've been yeah, able to play Origin. It, yeah. So maybe that was always. The intention.
1: Yeah. Um. I guess so. I think it's it's not a bug, but it's just because like people are too smart. And <laughs> we use it from the first turn and we use it as a defense card as yeah. well. So and yeah. that's how we really I mean if you come up really against helpful. it
0: and you've never you've never seen it before, you'd be like, ah, well, look at this noob. Fucking just put his robin out front. Let me take that. And then they don't realise that they they're taking 16 damage plus for the rest of the game. Um so yeah, I mean I guess that can affect certain things. Um but it's yeah. it's very tough. It's very tough right now. I think tournaments competitively right now in a current, you know, state that the game's in is is very difficult and it's very tongue in cheek. Um I you know, I referenced the other day that the 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 meta and even the leaderboards, like it's a pretty much a fallacy right now because you know, the game isn't gonna interact how it does today in like two weeks and then it's gonna be different again in like another month from there. So um it's just gonna be very hard for competitive scenes to be um valid as such for, for for a little while. But um but no man, I hope I hope they don't I hope they don't ban it. To be honest, I think they should just keep it all open. We know the game as it is, like we're aware that Robin buffs for the whole game. So you know prepare for it is, is kind of my response to that. As
1: it stands right now, I think it's going to be banned.
0: Yeah. The poll is heavily on the, yeah. yes, get the fucking the Robins heavily, out of yes. here right now.
1: It's going to be banned. So, Which is fine. I mean, We always have... That just deals. means
0: you're going to have a ton of Mavises everywhere. <laughs> I just,
1: like, like for the last, um, for the tournament that just happened last week, I used the feather fan with two Mavises. Yeah. So I can always just go back to that. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, Robins not absolutely it was already, necessary. Like very powerful. And... Yeah.
2: I mean, the triple Mavis might be even more broken or double moves It just sucks that people see it as a as a bug, and they're just like, oh yeah, it's not nah, it's broken it it doesn't work how how used to it, and it's broken yes and and they're not open to see as to why the change might have happened and what they actually changed, yeah, and if it was a change I think and that's kind of what kind of makes me upset about it, but it, it's all right,
0: yeah, I think from here though, um from a macro perspective like what could help this kind of situation is, and this is me being dead ass. Like I'm just straight up honest with this. I think, you know, a communication between the development um, and the guys who are in charge of making these changes um, and the community needs to be way better, way, way, way better. Yeah. Like we do, obviously we have great communication when a patch comes out, you know, it's beautifully laid out. We understand everything that has been changed. You know, in these in-between increments in these times, like, we don't really have a point of contact, you know, even to the, for them to address that. We are aware that Robin's 16 damage lasts for the entirety of the game. It is supposed to be like this. It's working as intended. Like, even that, just just that single sentence alone yeah. could help, the, you know, the entire community. Um, one work on like the competitive scene collectively like have this tournament and if that sentence is stated then well cool robin isn't bugged so let's not ban it Um, and then two like you know people who are preparing they might be theory crafting in these times like it just gives them you know a bit more of solid foundations and you know one of the biggest things that upsets participants in this in this area is you know they're investing money most of the time into an asset that's going to be like working in a way that they intend today and then you know the patch comes and
2: it's done they probably went through hundreds of dollars already buying different beasts with fucking robin (laughs) yeah and you know i'm saying like so (laughs) true yeah and and
0: they just get cut out like that so i think i think that's one thing we can take away from it i mean they're doing an amazing job so far but really if that line of communication was a lot more uh, broader and open um and and frequent. I feel like we we get these huge long periods of silence and then suddenly bam a patch and it's like, okay, thanks. But like, you know, I was left out to dry for the past two weeks and not knowing what the hell was gonna happen. So um that's maybe something that we can, you know, improve on as we move forwards. If anybody uh hears this or if, if people were hearing this as well and you agree with it, I mean let's talk about it. The only way things get resolved uh, is if is if the conversations happen. So but yo guys fire man I appreciate you guys for coming through and talking with me today you know let's hope let's keep our fingers crossed that um, you know the game continues to develop in the ways that it has and and, and we eventually get to this you know competitive stage uh, that Nomek talked about because <laughs> I fucking want to see that for sure I definitely want to see a drafted round before tournaments I definitely want to see bands and stuff like that incorporated into Absolutely. the esports scene that would be crazy man Yo, thank you guys. MK, anything, any last words? Any last words?
1: Thank you very much for having us today. It was really you know, good and fun and, and pleasure to talk to you.
0: It was fucking fire, MK. That's what it was, my bro. It was fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's get it. No, Uh any last words from yourself And as the well? last
1: thing, you know, we just stay positive and enjoy the game. Yeah.
2: First and yeah, foremost, sure. enjoy this shit. But yeah, no, it was definitely a pleasure to come on this and and talk to you guys.
0: Yeah, no, Mick, I, I appreciate you, man. You yeah, definitely came on here, and uh, you probably dropped the biggest bomb the podcast has had. Yeah, I honestly think you know if we see a future with that coming into into the into the game and into the the scene, like I would be extremely happy. But uh, but yeah, guys, oh, yo, yeah. thank you for for all the work that you've been doing, uh, pushing the matter as it is so far. You know, your contributions towards BDZ as well uh, Let's keep growing, man Let's keep let's keep pushing this out there Absolutely But no Other than that, family Ain't got much more to say Other than It's been episode 6 Of Gila Gossip Podcast We know we th- we spoke with the zookeepers today Things look fine and dandy But, you know, in some competitive scenes People aren't agreeing as such What do you think? I don't know Let me know Maybe you can get back to this I think, to be fair We was going to do a nice little giveaway here, right? What was we thinking about yeah, here? Yeah, yeah MK, you wanted to you wanted to get some more feather fanboys out there.
1: Yeah, that's right. I was uh, thinking we can give away some base with the feather fan, so people can enjoy it while while it still lasts.
0: Um, thank you, MK, for for setting this up. I appreciate you, my brother. Um, and uh, I'll see you on the other side. Sheesh, family. What an opportunity that is. Don't forget to take part into this giveaway. Really and truly, you could have the opportunity to get your hands on not one, but two whole axes. So locate this tweet on my profile. Make sure you follow all of the rules And, you know, you could be a proud new owner of Two axes, But I want to say thank you for coming through to this episode. It was another banger. Nomek and MK, shouts to you guys. Let's continue to build and continue to push the meta as far as we can. Episodes 7 and 8 will be next week. And I'm excited for them, let me tell you that. So make sure you stick around. And, you know, thanks for showing love. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Gila Gossip Podcast. And I've been your boy Gila C's. And what time is it right now? It's time for me to get the fuck out of here Peace and love